Hey guys, welcome back to the Ducks and Dogs podcast. My name is Mike here again with my co-host Matt. And today, guys, to start it off, I have a little bit of a, a, a mediocre, you know, announcement. I am uh I am no longer going to be running the FQ Ducks account. I am going to be focusing on this podcast as well as a national show. I will be starting over on the fifth quarter YouTube channel. It's going to be called Hot Mike with Mike. And we are going to be talking about everything across the country from the SEC to the Pac-12, everywhere, anything you can imagine. That's what we're going to be discussing. And we're looking for a new person to run the FQ Ducks Twitter page. So if you're interested, shoot a DM to the FQ Ducks account, and I'll go over some stuff with you, and we'll, we'll see if you got a fit for it. And, you know, you'll be working hand-in-hand hand with Matt here, you know? <laughs> yeah, the last thing we need is another show where Mike can highlight his hot takes. So <laughs> should be fun. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, for whoever is taking over FQ Ducks, I will still be doing the podcast. It's still going to be me and Matt. Those would be a new FQ Ducks, and you'll get to dog on Matt on the Twitter timeline. Yeah, so it not works. very hard to do, to be fair, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. It works out. It now that that's out of the way, Matt, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. It's, it's been a good weekend. You know, the Huskies won. The Dakota Wesleyan Tigers won. They're 2-2 two and two on the season, baby. Let's go. Oh, so it's not like week one. No, it's week not one, like week one. Week one was tough for you, wasn't it? Yeah, week one was tough, um, <laughs> but both my teams taking dubs. I'm no longer a Seahawks fan after Sunday, so we're just going to go with the Huskies. Are you going to join uh, my Cardinals? <laughs> no. Why not? We're 3-0. No. no, I can't root for another NFC West team, dude. Come on. Don't root for I the Chargers. <laughs> if I didn't root for the Cardinals, like, if the Cardinals sucked, I'm not going to lie. I was going to bandwagon hop on the Chargers. I feel like if you're an Oregon fan, you kind of have to be a Chargers bandwagon fan at this point. He's just so good. He's, <laughs> he's just so good. Herbert's Did you see so that good. game? Oh, yeah. It's unreal, dude. He's, he's, you, want, you want an NFL hot take? Justin Herbert's yeah. a top three quarterback in the league right now. Top three? Name three quarterbacks you're taking over him for your team. You're starting a team right now. Name three. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah, Russell Wilson looks so amazing. Okay, not his fault. The rest of his team can't do anything right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Justin Herbert, man. Nah, bro. I'm taking Herbert. Nah, bro. I'm taking Herbert. <laughs> I, if, you, if you said top five, I would buy that. I you would say buy that top like top three is ridiculous. Like there's an argument to be made. I'm not saying it's ridiculous. I'm just saying like I it's could, a I could stretch. very it's a stretch. well make an argument over Josh Allen. Hmm. They're similar this very, players. They're very similar players. They are similar players. They're I guess with Josh Allen's insane. stat line this season, you can make that argument. I think with that. I don't know. So they both have crazy strong arms. Josh Allen's yeah. probably a little stronger, right? Yeah. Can Josh make the throws that Herbert can make in tight windows? He has before. I wouldn't say consistently, but he can. But that's that's where I'm on. Like what Josh Allen's a little bit better of a runner. Herbert's yeah. a little bit better of a thrower. So it's it's honestly pick your poison there. Which yeah. one do you want? I like the athleticism in quarterbacks, so I'm going Josh Allen. Hey, you seen Herbert lay out that Chiefs quarterback his rookie year. True. Linebacker, sorry, but not still, cornerback. Still, Leveled still. that boy. Ah! He a running back. He a fullback. <laughs> he, he too slow to be a running back. Lamar Jackson back. who? <laughs> Lamar Jackson who? Speaking of Lamar, man. Ooh, last NFL bit, but did you see that at the end of the game? That's nuts, dude. 
absolutely <laughs> insane. There was no way they were winning that game. There was no, yeah, no. fucking way. It's crazy. And then Justin Tucker, man. Man. 66 yards, right? 66 yards. Oh my Henry god! Henry Cattleman could have hit that. Imagine, imagine being on the field goal block unit, and you're like, "Yeah, all right, you know, we'll get after it." It's 66 yards, and he, he just nails won't make it. it. Yeah, he doesn't nail it, but didn't it bounce off the crossbar? It bounced off the bottom bar into the. That's so, post, that's bro. so gangster, bro. That's like, so... what do you, as a coach, you can't even be upset at that. See, like, what do you do? It's 13 years <laughs> since uh, since Lane Kiffin had Janikowski attempt a 76 yarder. <laughs> 13 years today <laughs> oh my gosh uh, that was the funniest sh- against the wind at the same time <laughs> janikowski did have a leg i'll give him that but, but not that yards is a, it's a bit of a- <laughs> okay 76 yards wind on his side i could maybe have saw it in his prime against yeah. the wind like no no even in his prime dude so like that's just unfathomable. I'm saying when like, going much... with him, he might yeah. could maybe get a lucky bounce on the crossbar. Like that's just crazy that kickers have developed so much that we're talking about almost 70 yard field. You remember goals when they point. first when they first moved the extra point to 15 yards and they were missing that shit religiously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? All right, let's get back into what this podcast <laughs> is actually about when it comes to college football. Uh, pretty. Pretty boring weekend, I think, for both of our teams. Oregon had a little bit of a, more of a fight from Arizona than expected, but obviously they beat them. Actually, mm. you guys did have a really good game, and they almost we, didn't. They almost win. Yeah, uh, the Huskies got momentum in the first half, and then second half things died down on offense. Big surprise. Um, they went to overtime. Huskies sealed it though with McGrew, I believe. So. Wasn't there some kind of fumble at the end that caused it? That cost Cal the game or something? I think it was a call. I think there was a, a call of some kind that got, I, I can't remember. I didn't watch a whole lot of the game. Um, I was not able to catch the end of the game. Um, so I really couldn't tell you. Gotcha. And so. Oregon, Oregon played fairly well. I mean, we forced five turnovers as, mm-hmm. as many yards as the offense might've allowed. If you force five turnovers, your defense played a good game. I don't care. Like you're, yeah. you force, you gave your offense five extra possessions. And if you do that against Arizona, there's no way that game should be close. Yeah. No chance. Sure. It was a lot closer than it should have been given five turnovers. Mm-hmm. Oregon's main issue right now is going to be the lack of a, a passing game outside of five yards. We can't, yeah. we can't throw the ball downfield. And isn't it, isn't it just crazy to think right now that Washington's receivers are more efficient than Oregon's? And Oregon's are – I don't think anyone's denying that Oregon's are better. They're just that's not just like getting a, That's just ball. a crazy like thing to think of. Oregon for the just now this week got a receiver over 100 yards for the season. Yeah, that's nuts. And I don't <laughs> even get me started on how the hell we have six wide receivers that are better than Devin Williams. Devin Williams isn't isn't one of the six best receivers on this team. He's got to be. There's no chance in hell he's not one of the best three receivers on this team, let yeah. alone six. The two deep <laughs> came out, and he's he's not in any of the two deep. Like he's not just, on the two deep. Yeah. There's no fucking way. <laughs> um, man, as if we could just hit some deep passes, we could run honestly, no disrespect to Washington or any of these other teams, we could run through the Pac twelve throwing it with the way Anthony Brown does. That's not what concerns me. The Pac twelve doesn't concern me. Obviously, Washington, we don't want to throw it deep against. We're just gonna run it down their throats because they can't stop the run to save their life. 
Yeah. But <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to the playoffs, if we line up against Georgia's front seven and try and throw it within five yards the whole game and don't get a deep pass in, mm-hmm. that's not going to be fun. Yeah. That is – I have been the biggest advocate for college teams can never compete with NFL teams. That is an NFL front seven. Like, that front seven could stop NFL rushing attacks. I am convinced. They're good. And you could check my timeline as far back as you want. I've always said, nah, <laughs> the, the the worst NFL team is blowing out the best college team. That Georgia front seven is stopping an NFL rushing attack. I don't oh care God, who dude. you Georgia's are. Georgia's defense is one of the craziest in college football I've seen in a long time. It's the craziest I've seen ever. Outside like <laughs> outside of the Dominican Sioux, I've never seen anything crazier. Yeah. The Dominican Sioux is the only different, bro. Maybe Tyron Matthew. Maybe. I... I don't think he's still even comparable to Sue. Sue is just so dominant. That's why I said maybe yeah. Tyron. Sue Sue was an entire defense, but yeah. that Georgia defense, you're not beating that without throwing it deep. And mm-hmm. whether Anthony Brown doesn't have the confidence to throw it deep, I mean, we've seen Devin Williams running deep, wide open, and not get the ball thrown to him. We've seen multiple guys get checked off when they're deep, wide open, uh, yeah. or he just can't because of the injuries he sustained in his career. That's got to change, and I've seen a lot of people talking on the timeline about a uh, Jalen Hurts to Tua moment. It would be. I saw that. Who tweeted that? Because I saw that on my timeline. Are you talking about the video? Yeah. Of Nick Saban talking about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember who tweeted. I think it was Skodex. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because I remember seeing that. That is really interesting in the fact that it could also come against Georgia. I could. Tell me you could not see Oregon falling behind against Georgia, throwing in Ty Thompson, and maybe making a game out of it. I just feel like they'd make that decision earlier in the season than the playoff if they get that far. Could you have said that about Alabama? I suppose. To be, but yeah, but to be fair, Anthony Brown's not Jalen Hurts. Yeah, no. And I'm not saying Ty Thompson, Ashford, or Butterfield are guaranteed to be Tua, but I think yeah. they're more likely to be Tua than Brown is to be Hurts. I, I think that. that's a fair assessment. One of those three is more likely to be Tua than Brown is to be Hurts. For sure. And I just I hate how we have not gotten them reps against these bad teams. Ty Thompson yeah. should have played at least a half against Arizona. We should mm-hmm. have been beating them so bad in the first half that Ty Thompson played the second half. Yeah. Ty Thompson should have played a half against Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of worrisome, but at the same time, I still expect to go to the playoffs and I know it's really hard to go 12-1 and in the Pac-12, but with how the Pac-12 looks and how Oregon looks, I think Oregon's going to do it. UCLA is the only potential loss I see left on the schedule. And I know mm-hmm. you guys have improved, but you've also improved against nobody. If the, if the Huskies want to compete at the top of the Pac-12, their run defense needs to improve. And Drastically. John, Don, John Donovan either needs to go or they need to change a lot. Because in that Cal game, you saw glimpses of it. You saw glimpses of what the talent alone on that offense can do. Three scoring du- touchdown drives in a, lo- um, in a row, excuse me, in the first half where they looked really good. Dylan Morris looked really comfortable. He was making all the throws he had to. They were running the ball decently. Well, I, I mean, they were running it okay. Like, you know, those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their, their run blocking hasn't been great, but it looked a lot better against Cal than it has the rest of the season, mm-hmm. you know. Um and then they come out flat the second half. They didn't score a single time in the second half. The next time they scored after the first half was overtime, I believe. Maybe that's maybe crazy. that's wrong. Maybe check the box. I might and, check the box score here. but And once you go in, let's be real, that big game is in November against Oregon. Mm-hmm. With Kayvon Thibodeau coming back, 
uh, Buckner coming back, all these guys coming coming back, Braden Swinson coming back. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be any easier to run the ball. Yeah, let me correct myself. They scored a field goal in the third quarter and then went scoreless until overtime. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to get easier to run the ball as the season progresses. No, it's gotten it's, it's been about as easy as it's going to get. Yeah, and McGrew, like we've proven this season with McGrew, we have the talent there. If you you know, I'm always the three headed monster guy for that backfield, but like McGrew alone has proven that he is a good running back. The other talent you know I mean? on the offensive line is the question. We should. Here's the thing. You have we the should. talent. We should. Yeah, has it been developed? Hey, it doesn't seem like it at this point. I don't know. It's it's unreal to me. They're Let's running one the of ball development graphics last season. What? Let's get one of them development graphics and see how it looks. What was it? Uh, Coxto or Costco? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NIL graphic. That's an all timer right there, man. Oh man, that's an all timer. Um, Strickland is a really solid tackle, and he's going to get absolutely mauled all game when they play in November. <laughs> he's solid. He's got a lot of he's potential. Good. But yeah. I'm sorry, Husky fans. You you can you could say anything you want. He's going to get absolutely mauled. And I think something to worth that's worth mentioning about their O line is they have the same personnel that they did last year. Like they have the same guys, but like they changed up different spots. Like MJ Ale, who was starting at guard last year, has not started a game this season. And like I I don't know. Like maybe they saw something in camp. But when you throw off that chemistry to any extent the line's going to suffer if they aren't comfortable. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think we've, we've seen that we've seen guys shift around. We've seen new guys in positions and obviously you want you, your best guys on the field, but like where, you know, where's the O-line last season that looked pr- like really good. If exactly. I'm and going into the next week game, you play Oregon state and <laughs> as good as your defense is, they're going to score on you. Yeah. They are BJ, 100% going to score on you. BJ Baylor. Oh my gosh, if so I'm the Huskies run defense right now, football. I am shitting my pants. That dude Petrified. looked really good against a good USC team. Like and uh that USC team is more talented than Washington is. <laughs> like you got a you got a lot of holes to fix in that run defense and I I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I can't give suggestions. I don't know. And throwing the ball is your strength. And outside of Drake London, Oregon State did a really good job stopping USC from throwing the ball too. They made yeah. Keaton Slovis throw three picks, and as as solid as Dylan Morris has looked, and as mediocre as Keaton Slovis has looked, I'm sorry, Keaton Slovis is still better than Dylan Morris. I don't buy that, but I'm a homer, so my opinion doesn't matter. And Drake um, London is thirty <laughs> times the player any of Drake, the wide receivers. Drake will London ever is be. a dog. Jake Lund- Drake London is Drake London nuts. is a dog. That's for that sure. entire receiving core, and Oregon State did a really good job against them. <laughs> Their defense looks good. Their offense is really high powered right now. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm Washington, if I'm Oregon State, they like Nolan, that run too. Nolan will not even have to make any impressive throws. He'll be able to dink and dunk down the field. Are you good? Did you just get flashbanged? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Okay, we're gonna keep going. I'm not even editing <laughs> that out. <laughs> okay, but I mean, uh, what was I saying? It's an I article I was writing for fifth quarter. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You distracted me. You were talking about like how how uh, how good their defense looked and how their offense is really high powered. Yeah. Okay. So Nolan is he's not even going to have to make like those big time throws. He's going to be able to dink and dunk. BJ Baylor, if 
our run defense is in the same shape that it has been the past four games is going to be able to run all over the place on the Washington defense. I feel like not enough of Husky Twitter from my side of it, from what I've seen is as worried about this game as they should be. Frankly, I'm more worried about this game than I was going into Cal. And we traditionally have struggled against Cal. And like, I don't even think it's the overtime result. That's an issue. We got to win. I honestly, what did I predict? 28 to 20 or something like that. Like I knew it was going to be a close game. It always is. It's always going to be a brawl with Cal, but that game highlighted the run defense is still not fantastic. The pass defense while elite, you know, like any other defense will crack eventually if the offense cannot stay on the field, especially if a corner has got to go support in the run a little bit. And then it's Mm -hmm. a safety versus a wide receiver. And you got chase Nolan hitting him over top for a touchdown. Exactly. And Kyler, holy cow, Kyler Gordon, though. He had, he had a day. He had a, he had a day against Cal. That's for damn sure. He looked really good, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's with any crack. defense. It, it's not, it's not a Husky football thing. It is a normal football thing. If the offense keeps going three and out, if they keep having a punt, like the Huskies did pretty much the entire second half of the game, that defense is going to get tired. It happens. Like Look at the 2019 or, or the 2020 Oregon team. Mm-hmm. Defense was really fucking good. Yeah. Team started scoring because Tyler shot couldn't get first downs. Yep. And I just, I, I got to admit, I'm worried John Donovan as either, I don't know, like, I feel like we're past the point where we could talk about him being given the boot. I feel like the administration's not going to do that. So they we got to work with it. Now. Yeah. So you know what I'm kind of worried about, I think y'all might keep him like after this year. Yeah. I don't that's think my... the administration cares what the fans say. Yeah. That's, that's my worry too. Uh, I saw a tweet. I, this might be incorrect. I saw a tweet where John Donovan was quoted saying that like he hasn't seen like any of the heat. Like he hasn't seen any heat on Twitter or anything. But he, he must follow Hood Husky and that's it. I <laughs> it's he said something <laughs> like, but I'm sure I'm sure they're on me. Like something about I didn't see it, but I'm sure it's happening. It's like, well, you're right, it is happening. And I don't you know how you it? don't see it. <laughs> like Yeah, but holy cow, dude, they gotta figure something out. And granted, they they like that offensive staff has proven that they could put points on the board. They yeah. have the talent to like do so. Arkansas State. Even against Cal, which Cal, granted, is not fantastic this year, but I mean, they're better than Arkansas State. <laughs> Let's make a note of um, how big of an impact losing Tim DeRuder has had on their defense. Also true. That has been huge. And didn't they replace him yeah. with our linebackers coach whose name I forget? I don't recall. I forget his name. He was our linebackers coach, and now he's their defensive coordinator. Uh, Keith Hayward? I think that I, might I be know. it. I'm not the guy to ask man, on that one. We were, and a lot of people were upset we didn't promote our linebackers coach to head defensive coordinator. And just mm-hmm. looking at how that Cal defense has regressed, even with these fifth, sixth-year seniors, yeah, no team's defense should be regressing with fifth- and sixth-year seniors. It's just... Yeah. Should not be a thing. That's why I believe there's so much parity in college football right now. These Mm -hmm. defenses are more experienced and they're more ready to take on these offenses. And and the gap is a little smaller because these defenses can stop these high-powered offenses a little bit. For sure. And just the amount Cal's defense has regressed has been nuts. Their defense is still not terrible. And you guys had a positive showing against them. But they're not what Cal's defenses normally are. For sure. But even like just getting back to my point of like you've shown against a decent defense that you can function. But then there are also times where you have three guys in the same five yards of the field running over routes. Like, what are we doing? Like, what is going on? Like, we got to figure it out. 
So what do you what do you, what do you make of this game? Who's do you think you guys win it? And uh, how much do you win by? Is it what's going on in that game? I think I think we win. I think we win a very close game. Give me a score. I think seven points or less. I'm saying like, mm, let's go with thirty-one to twenty-eight Huskies. Y'all are scoring thirty-one. Yep. On a power five team. Yep. <laughs> hey, we, okay. we we. I got we Oregon all, State. All... 31, Washington, 17. Interesting. They could get shut down early. Like I, I don't think it's because your defense isn't good. I just think, one, Chase Nolan is that dude. Yeah. I, I said before they played USC that he might be the best quarterback in the Pac-12. And you, I mean, holy cow, he looked pretty good. He threw two yeah. interceptions, I think, but still threw for four touchdowns. He played amazing. I don't care yeah. about those interceptions. He's got the less talented team. He's got to take those risks. Very true. Played amazing. Spanked USC. Mm-hmm. Best quarterback in the Pac-12. Don't want to hear anything else. Outside of Jake Hanner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're, the, we're the Fresno State podcast now, remember? Yeah, yeah. I've seen those comments, too. This is the <laughs> Fresno State podcast. Um, hey, I'm here for it. I'm I'm down to talk about that team. They're fun this year, dude. They are They're fun. Good. Caleb Bower is going to be USC's next head coach. Speaking of another California team, how about those Ducks? They got Stanford this weekend, huh? Yeah, Stanford, which has in recent history been a struggle for the Ducks. I, however, don't think that'll be the case this year. The thing with Stanford that's given Oregon so much issues is their size at wide receiver and their size along the line. Well, breaking news, Stanford fans, Oregon's bigger than you and Oregon's stronger than you. This isn't this isn't Chip Kelly. Like we are, they're bigger than you and they're stronger than you, and they're going to move you out of the way. Mm-hmm. I think the the real turn, the turning point to me, like a, if I could pick a play to show the turning point of Oregon football, um, it was actually against Washington. Do you remember when your entire offensive line collapsed on Jordan Scott? Yes, entire line collapses on Scott <laughs> and he breaks through. Yeah, <laughs> that was the turning point. That was there's the... a photo of that somewhere. There's yeah, gotta be. that was there's a gif it. of it somewhere. Yeah, that was the turning point of oh, they're coming to play like they're here in the trenches and mm-hmm. Stanford lining up those big wide receivers ain't going to do you no good because our cornerbacks are just as big. Our offensive linemen are just as big and our wide receivers are probably bigger than yours. <laughs> like we got Troy Franklin sitting over there on the dude. bench. That Oregon secondary gets after it too. Holy cow! Oh man, that the <laughs> linebackers in coverage aren't great. Obviously, I'll admit that. But that them DBs, man, mm. say what you want. DJ James gets burnt a few times, but man, they make some plays. We're leading the country in turnovers for a reason. And mm. although Stanford's quarterback looks solid, he hasn't played a secondary like this. Yeah, and this is the. I think it's safe to say probably the most explosive secondary in college football. Not the best. The most explosive. Like, they will make a play that changes the tide of the game. I Yeah, I buy that. Especially with Verone McKinley becoming an absolute fucking monster out of nowhere. I mean, he yeah. showed, he showed he flashes of this his entire career. But he is not. <laughs> he, he is possessed. Yeah. He, is he came possessed. out of nowhere. It's been crazy to watch. He, he looks like. I don't know if I want to say it, but he looks don't like don't say Jim- it. I don't I know what you're gonna say. Javon don't say Holland it. cranked to eleven. Oh, <laughs> oh he he's, said it. Pl- he's playing like Javon. <laughs> oh, he said 11. it. Oh no, 
Javon Javon is obviously the better player. I mean, we yeah. see how Javon's playing in Miami with the Dolphins, and oh yeah, Javon was a beast. But like, this man is producing. Like his production is there. He's forcing these turnovers. <laughs> He's forcing fumbles. It all started last year when he forced that fumble and tipped it to himself, so the defender couldn't get it off of USC. And I don't know what they putting in his food, but this man is just out there balling. He might win the Blitnikoff. Is that the that's the safeties one, right? The Bolitnikov is the the wide receivers. Oh, one. I'm tripping. What's the Thorpe? Jim Thorpe? I think it's the Thorpe Award. The Thorpe. He might win the Thorpe Award. Like, is that really that that absurd to think? No, I don't think so. He's had yeah. What, it's the Jim Thorpe. Award. Two picks in every game this year, besides one. I don't know. He's an I absolute stud. Sheet, but yeah, he's good. <laughs> Dude is good. It's it's going to be fun to watch. And I think yeah. I think we beat Stanford. I think we beat them. I think this is going to be our most convincing win so far of the year. I think we beat them 42-17. Really? See, I think it's going to be a bit closer. I think it's going to be closer than Arizona. I think it's going to be less convincing. I think we Arizona. played better against Stanford than we did against Arizona. Arizona, we played sloppy. Plus, Kayvon's back this week. He's a full clear. Okay. Also, so is uh, shoot the other the other edge rusher we got uh, Swinson, Braden Swinson. Both are full cleared to play. I'll give it thirty five seventeen Oregon. So a touchdown different. Yeah. Okay, I can live with that. Um, yeah. and really, we're waiting until it gets a little deeper in the season. Well, that that key yeah. game for the Pac twelve is going to be Oregon UCLA. That game's going to be huge. For sure. When do yeah. when do they play? A couple weeks, three weeks. Because I was going to say, Washington plays UCLA the week before, I'm pretty sure. I don't think that game's going to be very pretty for you guys. I think it'll be competitive. As presently constructed, I don't think it'll be pretty. I think it'll be competitive. I think UW has some time to get their feet back under themselves with a conference schedule that they can be competitive in. If they can beat Oregon State, I think they're in good shape for that game. I wonder how close those games are apart because those are going to be the two best quarterbacks you've played this year. For sure. I Just the Oregon State game, man. I Actually, UCLA, we have our bye week in between Oregon State and UCLA. So it's Oregon State, nothing, and then UCLA. So the Oregon State game has to go well. <laughs> if it doesn't go well, you could lose both of those games. Oh, yeah. That's why like, people don't realize how big this Oregon State game is for Washington in the rest of their season. Because after UCLA, yeah, they play Arizona. They play Stanford, which is a tough game for them traditionally. Then they play Oregon and then Arizona state back to back to back. Um, if you're being realistic, how much faith do you have in that Oregon game right now? Do you want Homer Matt or do you want uh unbiased? Let's, let's hear, let's hear Matt. both unbiased glasses off first. Homer Matt. Um, we'll show up to play. Um, We'll play up to the competition. It'll be close. We'll pull we'll it out. Down to if you if you want if you want the the college football analyst side of Matt, I'm not feeling very confident. <laughs> Our run defense will not be able to hang. But again, there's still there's still time. Yeah, you got, obviously, you got a lot. You got what over a month before that game is if they play today Oregon would hang 500 rushing yards on you guys <laughs> if they played today it would be ugly <laughs> <laughs> we would hang 500 <laughs> if like, they played today it would be ugly like by the end of the game our starters wouldn't be in ugly it Ooh. would be 
That's uh, really ugly. That's because the running, like, I mean, our running game <laughs> is really clicking and your run defense is really not. Yeah. And, and I don't know, man. We looked, we did not look very good again. Granted, second game of the season, but we did not look good against the Michigan team that's slowly climbing the ranks right now. Nah, do you really think that yeah. Michigan team is going to stay climbing the ranks? No, but Oregon is a much better team than that Michigan team is, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Oregon's third in the country. And you're yeah. gonna... <laughs> I Granted, I'm I am much in the camp that Michigan is overrated. I think Michigan State's a better team than them. I think Michigan right State's now, a better honestly. team than them, too. Um, Mich- which well, I... Michigan State would absolutely mollywop you guys. That running back? Oh, yeah. I was watching I was watching their game against Nebraska this Any weekend. team without a run defense, Michigan State can beat. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nebraska, can we talk about okay, side note, Nebraska's actually been really competitive this year. And Scott Frost probably still gonna get fired, right? Probably, but that's still bizarre because I feel like they weren't they were really competitive against Oklahoma, competitive against a ranked Michigan State team. I don't know. Maybe they're actually like decent for once. Mm, what is I'm this like? Throwing, this is their I, 2020 I, Michigan year, and then next year they're gonna be climbing the rankings or something, man. Gosh, I could see dude. them holding on to Scott Frost because really, who are you gonna get? Exactly. And I just they, I've heard Nebraska fans say Jonathan Smith. I don't think he's gonna leave for Nebraska. Dude, I went I went to a Nebraska game a couple weeks ago. Stadium's it's, always it's packed. Local for me. Stadium's packed. They religiously follow scott like it is the weirdest thing i've ever seen see they seem to hate scott for everything i've heard when i go to those games it is like a cult they, do you think they love scott, scott? yeah and it, well more so adrian martinez which is also bizarre to me because he's still there he's oh yeah <laughs> he's still there and it, they there's more so a cult around like his eighth year something like that dude he's gotta be i'm pretty sure me and him graduated high school the same year i think he's he's for sure in his fifth year what year did he pull up? What year he graduated? Like, what class was he in? Because if he was in class of 2016, man, holy lord! Then again, I can't say much considering Spencer Webb has two more years of eligibility and was class of 2015. Tennis Clover. Uh-huh. Um, Adrian Martinez, class of 2018. Oh. It feels like he's been there forever. So long. He's probably started his freshman year. That's why. Um, Yeah. Did you hear what I said about Spencer Webb? No. Class of 2015. He's got two more years of eligibility after this year. (laughs) What? Medical issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Medical gray shirt in there somewhere. COVID year, red shirt. Gosh. I just feel like after a point, you wouldn't want to play college football anymore. Let's just say he gets healthy. His last year of eligibility, he's going to be so much bigger and stronger than anyone he's <laughs> yeah. going up against. <laughs> Do you remember what happened last time he played against Auburn? Fucking stiff arm that man into the fucking ground yeah. in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, he gonna be doing that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be insane. I feel and like you just got to move I on at some get, point. Right? I hope he can get healthy and get one good season. Yeah. Like, you know, just ball out, maybe get a UDFA shot. Just, he, he deserves a chance. He's been working so hard. Yeah. He deserves that, and he loves I got a, the game. I got a lot of respect for people. Now that I'm playing college football who stay for a fifth and sixth year, I got no clue how they do it, man. <laughs> like, your body's just got to be so beat to shit. Man, I, I was, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still shocked that Herbert stayed for another year. Uh, yeah. 
then again, I mean, I it's a good thing. Go play for the Giants either. I it was a good thing he did though. Honestly, it helped his draft stock a lot. It helped Oregon a lot. No, it hurt his draft stock. He would have went number one if he declared. He was like the consensus number one quarterback. Are you sure? Yes, it was tank for, or suck for the duck was trending on Twitter everywhere. Hmm. The Giants were expected to take him. You really think someone was going to take Daniel fucking Jones over Justin Herbert? That was the same. Oh, I have somebody wrong then. I have my classes mixed up. You were up, thinking about him with Tua and Burrow. That's where he did get drafted. Yeah. Okay. That's where he did get drafted. Yeah, that's where he did get drafted, yeah. Yeah. If he okay. would have declared the year before, he would have been the number one pick far and away. Yeah. But he would have been on the Giants. Actually, no, you're right, because people were talking about how raw he looked that last year. You're yeah. Right. The, okay. You remember the whole suck for the duck stuff? I don't remember seeing that, but oh yeah, um, I also wasn't on Pac-12 Twitter. At, at least, time, at so. least he didn't end up playing for the New York Giants. True, he's that probably a in a much shot. better situation. Oh yeah, with the Chargers. Oh, yeah, the Chargers dude. aren't ran great. They have talent. They, I don't know, man. They're looking pretty good so far this year. They just beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Talk I'll about be, the I Chiefs being one and two. Man. That was. Man, Derwin James and Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen look generational. Yeah. Derwin James is always I've been like a this. big Keenan Allen fan since he since he started playing the NFL, but man. Let's end this podcast up and then we'll chop yeah. it up about some yeah, NFL yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> and this episode is probably coming out on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And we will be ready to go. We'll be back at you next week talking about wrapping up the Stanford game, wrapping up the Oregon State game after Washington gets upset. And it'll be a really fun conversation to see what's going on. That's not going to happen, by the way. (laughs) It'll be a really fun conversation. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and keep a lookout for the new show. Go follow Matt and let him know that Jake Hayner is the best Washington quarterback ever. And this is the Fresno State podcast. See you guys. Go Ducks. (laughs)